Welcome, welcome, one and all, to issue number 106 of your friendly neighborhood Bad Cody Funky podcast. This is the only podcast that doesn't do anything you wouldn't do, and definitely doesn't do anything you would do. We live in that gray area, right in there, little, little, little thing. Joining us today, we have Doc Riss. Once Birdman, always Birdman. TV's Casey. Thwip. Jay's Mac. This movie owes me a fucking Uncle Dead Ben. <laughs> David Beard of Menace. Spider Pig. Spider Pig does whatever a spider pig does. Nice, nice. That was also a Simpsons reference for those of you keeping track at home. <laughs> First one of the evening. I don't know why I'm making that feel like that's something we usually do, but it is now, so deal with it. Simpsons counter. Ding. Deal with it. <laughs> And now that I've successfully stalled enough to re-fix the overlay, I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Now that we've met the band, <laughs> let's go back home with Spider-Man. So let's kind of let's talk about first things first. Let's really get into this. Let's talk about how this kind of tied into the MCU because a lot of people have been kind of wondering, like, you know, Spider-Man. Apparently, he's been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for a little bit. Maybe he hasn't been. Like. Let's talk about that. So we first dive in, and um, where does it start out, guys? Let me know. So this starts out right after the first Avengers, pretty much. Um, basically with Adrian Toome, who is a contractor, which I, was kind of like pretty cool for me, a really interesting way to put it. And they're cleaning up the massive battle that were that they were having pretty much in the first Avengers movie at the end of New York. And Adrian Toome and his people are actually in the same building that Hulk and Thor crash land on that alien creature. Mm. Like, I forget, I don't, but they're in that building basically. And it starts with, like, we got this contract and we're good to go or make money, blah, blah, blah. And damage control comes in or, like, nope, we got the contract. You're taking off. You're broke now. And that's, yeah. it kind of like spirals from there. <laughs> yeah. It was- also, it says it takes place eight years after, or, you know, the Avengers scene takes place eight years before the events of the movie. Timeline does not add up, folks. Yeah, I've been hearing that. But that's only if you math correctly. Yeah. Which I don't. I'm good. I found, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I found if you math incorrectly, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> or the movie takes place in the future. Or it's Ooh. an alternate reality that just so happens to kind of sort of line up with the MCU, but not really. Boo. Boo Real time. Sony. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Fuck you, Sony. Um, I really dug how they kind of like made that a thing. It... it Almost felt like they, they took the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. approach to the whole thing where they're just like, oh, yeah, we're just going to talk about or, or uh, Daredevil. We're going to talk about the event that happened. And, and yeah, they just kind of make uh, references to that in that sort of way, which is kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. Um, I also like liked how it was like, you know, Spider-Man's villains are just like the everyman villain. They're just like construction guys just trying to they got shafted over by the government and just trying to make a buck. It, it's, it goes very on par with the whole Spider-Man is the everyman hero. The everyman hip, and hero like, fights the everyman villain. And, and like in the first time, like ever was any of the Marvel movies, maybe from like not a couple like others, you actually almost like feel for the villain. You're like, you know, if I was in your shoes, man, I would probably do the same thing. Yeah, considering what reasons why he was doing, which we'll get into later, of course. Yeah, yeah, right. Um. So let's now we've we've kind of like we got these these characters down right. We got this um, wrecking crew of a squad. You're welcome. 
You're welcome, Casey. <laughs> yeah, Marvel, you could use that one for free. You're welcome. There you go. <laughs> In Thor four. Let's let's talk about kind of the the leader of of this crew, this this sinister group. Uh, Michael Keaton as the Vulture. Uh, what do you guys think? Um, he was the best part of the movie. Absolutely. He was the most believable villain and likable dad I've ever seen in a movie yeah. simultaneously. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's one of the the greatest, like, a, a villain you can almost root for, you know? And I know that doesn't happen too often in movies, but, like, I wanted him to just, like, I wanted Spider-Man just to leave him alone. Like, I really yeah. did. Like, when he was, like, asking him to, I was just like, yeah. Like, he's just making fucking money. At a certain point, I was like, all right, dude. Like, he did enough. Like, you have a nice house. Like, you let it go. But, um... No, the taxes, know, Jay's Mac. The taxes. Oh, how I... How I could how could you forget? That's that's what'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> he's not quite well, at they, that 1% level yet, so he's got to maintain for, it. That's true. For me, they actually managed to make the Vulture intimidating and terrifying. Right? Yeah. Right? That's something not even the comics... Over a period of now, fifty-five years for Spider-Man has been unable to do. Yeah. Um, I can't say I've ever like honestly I'll... read a read a story where the Vulture was like that imposing of a bad guy and that relatable. And I was telling Jen about, I was telling Jen about it also. It's like I found it in, like when they first announced the Vulture being the villain, and after reading about him in the comics also last week, I'm like, that's an interesting character to go for. Because Casey, you're right. There's really he's like your your classic cheesy villain. I'm bad because I'm bad you know yeah i like birds <laughs> i like birds i have no reason to be the vulture but my name is the I, vulture Squirt. i was like really just the guy who I was mean. on top of the roofs in hey arnold at the end that <laughs> that's really just who it is uh, this, we should have yeah, ended. it should have just had michael keaton with his arms outstretched just floating into the <laughs> Michael Keaton, though, he definitely made this movie, like, standalone as a thriller in itself, kind of, right? Like, if you were to take Spider-Man out of this movie altogether, like, this would still be a good fucking, like, kind of thriller movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I noticed that Greg earlier, like, I, Greg and I saw the movie together on, uh, It what, was a Sunday? date. It was great. We had a cute date. Big old you cheating pop. on I paid right for now? the ticket. He paid for the <laughs> snacks. It was cute. <laughs> so... Midway through the movie, like just before, and spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it, but don't don't listen to us then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Go away, but then come back. Yeah, then come back. Earmuff now. yourself right now. Yeah. When when Peter's going to answer, like go up to the door to uh to get his date. I forget what was her name. Michelle. No. 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 Michelle was something uh, else we'll talk about later. It was Liz. 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 Liz, Liz, Liz Lemon. No. Liz, yeah. When he goes to get <laughs> Liz Lemon. When he goes to get Liz. <laughs> Like when he's walking up to the house, I just started going, "Oh fuck, I know what's gonna happen." Oh fuck, and it was, oh, and I got so excited, and I think Greg, like you, you picked up on yeah. it. Yeah, I was just like, I just knew that Michael Keaton was gonna answer the door and be his, his dad. Spidey just, sense like kicked in, and then my really? my Spidey yeah. sense, dude, I didn't in. see that. Dude. I didn't see that shit coming at all. So like, so like, like I, I saw it coming like a, a, like literally seconds before. It was like, like, oh fuck, I know what's gonna happen because. Uh-huh. I don't know. The best it, part about that scene is when the door opens and you see that it's Michael Keaton. They like free. They hold off and there's a pause. Yeah. He doesn't yep. say anything. It's just like we're going to let the audience just go, what the fuck is it's, happening it's right like now? It's recorded in front dude, of a live studio dude, in, audience. Yes. And they pause for in my, it. Dude, in my theater, I shit you not, in my fucking theater, I like. I don't think anyone knew because everyone all in, like, inhaled. Like, <gasps> it's like the ending of The Sixth Sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Everyone did the uh, same sound like, oh, oh. Oh my god, it's like holy shit. Like I didn't 
I mean, you guys are smarter than I am because I didn't see it fucking coming. At so all. like, I, I don't think I would have seen it coming had it not been for three seconds prior for Jason being like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Why is he freaking?" Oh my god! <laughs> A buddy of mine was tipped off that that was going to be him right away because uh, you see the size of Liz's house. That's uh, that's exactly only... what sent it off to me too. I was yeah. like, "This house is huge." I was like, "There's no way yeah. her dad's not a criminal of some sort." It totally, it totally <laughs> blindsided me. But I mean, I just love that he's standing there with a knife, and it's like, "Hey, oh, you, uh, what are you drinking?" It's like, "I'm, I'm 15. I'm not yeah. old enough to drink." Right answer. Good right answer. answer. <laughs> right answer. Just points the Pedro? knife right at him. Good job, the freaking dadliest character oh, ever, dude. Race. That's oh, that's yeah. like uh, so. I watched it with uh, my girlfriend Jen, and um. She basically, she only went because I was going. She's not a big Spider-Man character. She likes Marvel, but Spider-Man's not her favorite thing, you know? And she was into this fucking movie hard, dude. Like, yeah. really hard. And even she said the same thing. She's like, he seemed like such a dad at that moment. Like, you don't expect him to be a villain at all. Like, you can see, like, he was able to slip by with his daughter and wife for, like, how many, like, eight years doing this shit? Yeah. You know, they never realized it. Because he's still, like... After all the stuff he does, he's still a dad, you know? Yeah. And it's just that it's, right it's answer. The long, you know? It's the long con. Uh, that moment as uh, well could have been, like, that reveal could have been super cheesy and, and uh, like, turned yeah. off. But Michael Keaton's performance, like, oh, my God, it made it feel, it was felt so good. It felt so right. Yeah. So right. Um, so <laughs> he's not the Batman anymore. Let me ask you this, though, guys. Um, this is something, like I, like, I had a thought of. Would he have been better if they held off using Michael Keaton for Norman Osborn? Nope. You don't no. think so? No. Nope. Doing nah. the goblins again is a mistake. N- not yeah. in this yeah. movie, but like as a in like a later one. Even not even as just like the goblin, but just like showing him as Norman. Because we've because we've already seen Michael Keaton as a rich man, you <clears throat> know, as a billionaire basically, as right. Bruce Wayne, as Batman. But like, so we've already seen that. Well, hang on, hang on. Yeah, we've already kind of seen that. So like. It it wouldn't have the same effect that this does. Seeing him as a working man put it a whole different perspective. Well, on. For seeing the, him as a rich man again, I don't think it would have. It, I, I don't know. I think I don't think it would have translated too well. I, I think that's for the character sympathies lie, and I'm not saying like would be more sympathetic for him, even Norman Osborn, because Norman Osborn is the most unsympathetic fucking Spider-Man character ever, aside from Carnage. But um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, Casey. Don't worry. But uh, I'm just talking about his portrayal. Like, there's that point where they're driving in the cab, right? And like Peter is like sitting there freaking out the whole time. And finally, Michael Keaton has put two and two together, and he's like looking oh, at God. him. And then it goes from like the red light to the green light. And like I yeah. know like green is the vulture's color, and like that's the kind of the illusion in that. But like I just couldn't help but see the goblin's face in that moment with that like that like huh. just evil like look and everything. It just, just for me, like he is such a great actor. The fact that he can play anything from Mr. Mom to like <laughs> fucking Batman and, and calling now it Vulture. now, Michael Keaton as the entire Sinister Six. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> just put him in the movie six times. And Eddie Murphy joint. That'd be great. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, know, I, I just, I just couldn't help but feel like it's, it's hard enough for me to visualize someone besides Willem Dafoe be Norman Osborn. And, yeah. and then, like, I just saw it in his portrayal in that moment. And just, like, the subtleties of his face and, like, the... Like, he's not, like... Like, he almost seemed evil when he was Vulture and then just, like, a normal dude when, when he's just Mr. Dad. Like, it was almost he a also, duality to him. I think the whole, like, underplaying 
the role that that character wasn't over it was not over the top yeah. uh, whereas if you have someone like norman osborne as the green goblin like you need someone who's gonna bring it and be over the top and uh michael keaton just has such this like kind of quiet subtlety to the way that he uh, he does things that mm-hmm. it i don't think it would have pulled it off okay that's fair that's fair um so the next thing, I want to do a little speculation. We're going to jump out of the notes order a little bit here because they're talking about goblins anyways. Uh, Ned Uh-oh. in Homecoming, Ned Leeds is his name, uh, in the comics is actually the Hobgoblin. So, yeah. Brain, right. brain, brainwashed to be so. Brainwashed but... to be so. So yes. let me ask uh, you guys this. Let's go down the little the little speculation train right now. Um, if they were to go down that path, how do you think this would happen? He would he would have to forget that Peter is Spider Man and like he would have to like Or would they or See, would they go a Harry Osborne route? And like have to compete they had like try to compete. Like right, he gets the, jealous. Like the, of the jealousy Spider-Man. just consumes him for some reason. Or he gets a little too because you know, Peter's a normal dude, so he maybe gets a little too big big for his britches and you know, kind of forgets about the little people and that kind of sets huh. him off. I can't see it. Can't see it. Me, I can't yeah. see it. I yeah. yeah. The only way they could do he's, it. He's really, you know, you think about it. He's Ned Leeds in name only. I mean, are we even sure his last name is Leeds? I thought I thought it said there somewhere. He's as far as I know, he's just Ned, but he's per, Ganky Lee. Per IMDb, we Ultimates. only have Ned. We have no last name. Okay. Ah, okay. interesting. And not only that, but like the only way they could pull it off, but it would be biting completely off of Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. is if like him and Peter somehow made like. A robotic drone to help Peter, and it Ooh. becomes a goblin. You know, that'd be the only, only way they can pull it off. Because the way his character is right now, Casey's right. I, I, I can't see him turning to evil unless he gets stuck in the machine or something where it's Peter's fault that he gets hurt and or right. whatever, and he becomes the goblin. I mean, know? he's also look. I mean, we're talking. About I mean, they could kid. they could pull a Red Hood like Peter. He like he yeah. somehow ends up dying because of Peter, and oh, he on. somehow comes back and he's the hobgoblin. He is not Ned Leeds. No, uh, technically, I was, in the movie. He's just. I was. Ned. I was. I was gonna say he. He's got the best like ma- monologue about the man in the chair role that's in yeah. way too many movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. there's no. Come on. He's too. He's too cool. I don't know. I mean, after so kind of get digressing a little bit after watching like Naruto and Choji being like the chubby dude, and all of a sudden he just like turns into this like really fit just like super crazy ninja guy and like he yeah, he's gonna go eat evil. the red pill though yeah that's true he's gonna eat the red pill there's there's he has no butterfly wings this. never mind never mind never mind <laughs> maybe he turns into a butterfly too hmm. although that i mean I, <laughs> I guess a lot of it too for me is that would be peter's luck is his best friend turns against him the parker luck the, parker, the good old Ooh, actually what if and they could pull it off what if Liz becomes the Hobgoblin? Ooh. What? Oh. Ooh. Think about it. Think about it. Really, really, really think about it. Her Ooh. father got put away by Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man, a man she had a crush on. She says she did. Yeah. You know, gets put away by Spider-Man. Mm. She somehow finds out like the, how what her dad was doing, hooks up the Tinkerer, because as far as we know, the Tinkerer hasn't been caught. He's still out there. No, not even that. Not even that. So the Hobgoblin, right? The typical Hobgoblin stole his stuff from the Green Goblin. Right. Right. She finds her dad's like maybe a prototype pair of wings. Ooh, yeah. And just like is an idiot, so it doesn't wear him as a backpack, but just jumps on him. 
Yeah, that makes in, sense. In uh, in Spider Girl comics, there's a uh, there's like a, a a villain turned hero named Raptor who kind of has a similar origin. She's the daughter, maybe not the daughter, but she's related to the second Vulture mm-hmm. from the comics. Uh, and it's pretty cool. She ends up hooking up with um, the Green Goblin's grandson. Interesting. Yeah. Do you hear this, Sony? Do you hear this? Do you hear what we're yeah, talking about, Sony? No. There's, there's like, plenty of really great 90s if you, if you guys, if you guys you take, use. If you guys take this, if you guys take this, give us credit. At least put us in the movie. They won't. There have the also, there's also it's been Sony. other um, girl goblins. Like, there's one character, I think her name is Menace. Oh, girls and goblins. Uh, yeah. She's like, <laughs> I don't know if she's like a gray, she's she's a gray goblin. She's not actually the gray goblin, but she's she a, a gray menace to society. She is. And she also hooks up with Harry Osborn. And they have a creepy, oh. weird, half-goblin baby together, I think. I mean, who doesn't hook up with Harry Osborn? Oh, so she's Mary a literal anybody with, goblin. Anybody with decent taste over that Hey-o. fucking sideways cornrow haircut. <laughs> <laughs> um, how have we not just talked about Spider-Man as a character yet? We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, Spider-Man, dude. Look, no, see, you, you can't whoa, talk whoa, about whoa, the whoa. things that are, that are pitch perfect and the best in every way over the course of mm, 15 years. Oh, man. I... Love the fact that he was kind of clumsy. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, yeah. he wasn't like really like silky smooth swinging through. Homie was a, almost like knocked off balance every time he landed. Yeah, it was yeah. phenomenal. Well, let me let me. He had an inner ear infection, Tom Holland. Oh, when he was filming that. yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, give yeah. him a fucking break. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say probably one of the most uh, unpopular comments that will probably be ever be told about this this movie i love tom holland peter parker i'm curious to see what happens tom holland spider-man in the next movie was it wasn't quippy enough for me wasn't funny enough for me really yeah and i i talked to um actually boulevard gaming about this a little bit at at work but you know it's his first rodeo he's not quite got his uh confidence built up yet and i and i get that but I think that Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, not Peter Parker, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man spoiled me because he was just literally whipping around, making fun of everyone as he go, wearing fucking firefighter hats as he's doing things. Just like what I anticipate Spider-Man to do, or at least a well-seasoned one. And, yeah. And this one, while he was great and he had a great back and forth going on with Karen um, and he had some really cool scenes, not quite the Spider-Man that I was I mean, think. For. <laughs> Think about I, what he what? did in this movie, though, because he didn't actually. There was not a lot of crime fighting. He was he was going on missions, kind of building up to the big overarching. We didn't see him do a lot of side stuff in that, with the exception. Yeah, of is he, is he gonna heckle the old lady that bought him a churro? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and he, and then, and with, with the quipping we did see, we kind of saw the beginning with like the bank robbery, right? You know right. I mean? No, and, and uh, but uh, on your butt, but what you were saying before, Greg, I agree with you. Yeah. Like he still, he didn't believe he was Spider Man until the very end. Yeah. It, and I, I, you know, I, he, I get that. He, he was still Peter Parker in a suit. So, like, yeah. you're right. Like, I would like to see if he does do more more stuff. Hopefully it's not cheesy. Like, it's, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming 2 the next day. It's, like, a year or two later. And he's already, like, yeah. seasoned, getting ready for going to college. And it's like, well, I still want to fight <laughs> crime in, in Queens. What the hell am I going to do? Spider-Man, you know? the college tour. <laughs> you really hey, not that's Spider-Man the, That's until... the animated series, man. <laughs> oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Accurate. Mm-hmm. You're really not Spider-Man though until this old Asian lady plays your theme song on a violin, but she's <laughs> yeah, man, Hey, they but, had they had it in the opening credits. They did. They absolutely fully did. orchestrated. Yeah, they did. They yeah. did. 
They did. It was good. Uh, does okay. anybody else think that Tom Holland reminds you of Anton Yelchin, which also makes you sad? Uh, yes, he does. Yeah. He does. Like, so much. It's so weird. Like yeah. I think he should just take over for Chekhov for Star Trek. Anyway. But, oh! But in his yeah. Spider-Man suit? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> in his Spider-Man suit. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More, more quipping, though. Suit. More quipping. That's... All right. So, so there was a, a lack of quipping. Lack of which quipping. Which was your problem. Um, I listen. You say that, but then I, I think immediately of the scene with um, Aaron Davis, where he webs him to the car. Yeah. Oh my god! He's oh, like, yeah. oh, "I'm sorry, that was in two hours. You're yeah. a bad guy. Bye." <laughs> yeah. So like, Ma- maybe it's not as as quippy as an insult, but I mean, there, he was. There were shades for sure. I'm not ribbon. saying he was quippless. I'm just saying there's not as much as I I would have liked with my Spider Man. Uh, but again, I understand first first rodeo. Hopefully, we'll get there. Um, that Aaron Davis scene was fucking awesome too. That was I, I think that was the hardest I laughed throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Was that also get a, little, get a little Easter eggy about Miles Miles Morales? I got yeah, a nephew that lives here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, pretty good. Not as big of a shithead as his comic counterpart. No, no kind of chill guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that should have been our intro. The only podcast oh. that has ice cream in the trunk. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! Next After time, all the ones everyone, we workshop, wrap it up. We'll do it all over again. We'll do it all over oh, again. Let's, let's go. Damn it! Uh, so, well, look, I'm thinking maybe he, you know, if they really, you know, you don't have a guy like Donald Glover in a movie for like five minutes of screen time right. tops. Right. You know, what if they actually end up making him a good guy prowler? Yeah, I no, mean, I'd be okay he with that. was interested. He was interested in like the climbing tech they were trying to sell him. You know, so. It could it could happen, you know, bad guy or bad guy or good guy. So throwback to last week, uh, we saw a lot of the the at least the names of the real names of the villains that we yeah. talked about last week in uh, in this movie. This this was yeah, like did. I was fucking pumped when they had all these villains in this, or at least mentioned by name, um, and it wasn't didn't feel like too much. Like that's usually the thing with having too many villains. Just like ah, oh, Jesus, too many guys. I don't I can't get to know any of them. I don't really care for them. And they did a really good balance. It reminded me, I don't know if you guys ever watched the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. And if you have not, was, you fucking should, because it's the best Spider-Man cartoon ever. Hands was that the one that was on MTV? No. 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 Okay. Not even close. I loved that one, though. That one with NPH <laughs> was pretty good. And Ian Ziering as well as Harry Osborn. This is the one right before Ultimate Spider-Man. This is right Spider-Man before Ultimate Spider-Man. has the greatest animation, um, just quality, out of any superhero mm-hmm cartoon that i've seen you say spectacular spider-man spectacular spider-man awesome theme song too awesome theme song you would i think chris would really dig it but uh, anyways so what they do is they actually the first group of bad guys that spider-man takes down in spectacular spider-man ends up being rhino sandman and i think scorpion maybe someone else um it's one three sixths <laughs> of your right sinister so six. what they do is they one by I'm one the get their powers and they try to take on spider-man because he thwarted them and they try to get their revenge so they like, so you see them all in the beginning, and then they slowly get their powers, and now they're established supervillains. And they took shades of this in Homecoming, which I super appreciated. I was very excited mm-hmm. to see, like, you know, we don't, we, we can have Scorpion in there, but he doesn't have to be Scorpion yet. We could just lay the groundwork. It shows, right. I think, what the MCU does best is, is illusions and then leading into it in future movies. And maybe not even see, a that's, movie. See, that's what I wish. When I when Gotham the series Gotham first came out, that's what I wish they did. Where it's like we get to see these villains, but like, 
before they became villains in a realistic kind of way. Like, I would like to have seen the Joker as a mobster before becoming the Joker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or you know, something like that. But no, it didn't in such a stupid, you know, stupid way. Like, my name is Selena. Everyone calls me Cat. You know? That, well, that show, Gotham is a stupid that show, show to begin with. It's, the show yeah. can't win on a couple levels because either all of Batman's villains are way older than he is mm-hmm. and have their own yep. adult problems before a man with serious adult problems runs around in a bat costume and kicks them <laughs> Or it's a show about a bunch of kids who later grow up to be supervillains and it's kind of like the Batman equivalent to fucking Muppet Babies. I knew you were I was going there. I knew you were I was like there. really hoping it would be like, um, what's it called, like... Law and Order, but in Gotham. Well, that's what they you know should what have done. That's what, that's what I thought. That's what it should have been. But Justice. no. Or like showing like these villains what they were before no, anything. Not we even, see like a very, very... Not even prequel status. All I want to see is the Gotham Police Department just doing yeah. their thing. Doing their thing. By that's the way, straight up which, Gotham Central adaptation, yeah. my man. That's what I thought it was That actor... Uh, yeah. can't find his daughter in real life. It fucking no, they, sucks. Uh, they, found, they, found, they found her. Oh, they did? They did, yeah. Yes, oh, what's his good. name? Um, Donald Logue. The dude yeah. from Grounded for Life. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Grounded for Life. <laughs> there, <laughs> That's how I know that him. That's all I knew him from. Insensitive. Yeah, but no, they, they found her unharmed. Okay, okay good. Okay. So good. You've heard it here first. I bet only so, so what did they have? They, they had, <laughs> in the movie, they had Scorpion. They had two different Shockers. <laughs> they did. Speaking of they Gotham, did. we didn't sorry. even have to set them up for yeah. it. <laughs> Just let it happen. Just let it happen. Let it ride it out. Let Dave ride out the shockers. There it is. Two shockers. Two shockers for the price of one. Oh. Uh, we had. What else did we have? They didn't even ask us. They didn't even ask us. Sorry. It was terrible. It was terrible. Uh, the guy who played the first one is actually from the OC as well. Opposite of. Um, Mr. Mr. Jim Gordon from Gotham, from the OC. Can't remember his name right now. What? Oh, really? Yeah. So, Wait. um, coming from a super nerd who is not ashamed that he watched all four seasons of the OC twice. Oh, he's the guy, Man, the he's dick. He's the long-haired kid. <sighs> no. Um, the oh, the shocker, the first shocker was it was a recast. So in the OC, he was um. Ben McKenzie, who's Jim Gordon's uh, from Gotham's older brother. Yeah. Who shoots like it was just a whole thing. We're not gonna get into uh, it. Uh but like I, wait, I, I always Well here's the thing I do want to get into. Uh just to make it clear to my friends who might be watching, that wasn't Tom Hardy. No, it wasn't. He was no. a right. suspiciously similar lookalike to those who aren't yeah. aware who he is. Discount Tom Hardy. He was in uh yeah. Prometheus. Yes, he was. He was, he was the guy who gets like infected. Yeah. He's the love interest. Great oh. things have small beginnings. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was kind of just, bummed just a, that they killed him. I was going to say, just a, a reminder, Venom is still not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we're all the better for it. <laughs> I, don't, I, see, like, I don't hate Venom like you hate Venom, Casey. I just, like, I hate when it gets misused. Like, I would love for Venom to be, like, a nice, like, I don't know, like, like psychological thriller monster movie. Logan Marshall Green. I thought you were going to say T-Rex like he was in Old Man Logan. Look, Venom is good when done right, but it's... It's, it's I don't have faith very and often. His origin is silly. He's an an alien skin that Spider-Man gets while he's off in space on an alien, you know, piecemeal planet. Like, the whole thing, the way it comes together is just... It's just weird. Yeah. Especially when all the other dudes he fights are like thugs. Venom's the only real outlier. And you make him the arch nemesis? Give me a break. 
He's not even a science experiment. Everybody else is a fucking failed science well, experiment. Or J. Jonah Jameson be like, hey, kid, here's $10 million in a super suit. Go kill Spider-Man. In the me. Ultimate Universe, like, he's a science experiment. That's true. So he really well cure, could be in this. He's the cure for cancer. Yeah. <laughs> There's See, it's like times like this Scary. where I wish I was in like... I was like already in the shape I'm building up to be. Yeah. Because of like all the cosplays, Casey and I can do with our size differences. Yeah. Spider-Man you know? and Venom. Spider-Man and Venom, you know, that'd be, it'd be awesome. I'd be so That's glad to show, like, show up a week before Comic-Con and, like, choreograph, like, wrestling moves and shit. So we can do it in Comic-Con. That'd be cool. Oh, man. <laughs> that'd be cool. That'd be so neat. Um, let's talk about the, while we still have some time, let's talk about the, the, the I'm, so this is air quotes for those of you listening at home. Big reveal. That was, I'm oh, sorry, you can't see anything. Big reveal. That was uh, the Mary Jane Watson that was there all along, but it goes by a different name now and was f- you know fucking what, stupid. Do you know what that felt like? The end of Dark Knight Rises. That felt like Sony being like, oh, oh we have a say in things. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about, Casey, right? Yeah, the tall. Dave's yeah. got a great, yep. that's the perfect analogy. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. You should use your real name more often. Robin. Like, oh, yeah. Robin. Yeah. By the way, yeah. my real name is MJ. That, definitely not like, Dick Grayson. It's definitely, definitely not Dick Grayson. Not Dick Grayson. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Although, I forgot where I I, which that. form I read it in, but they're saying that she's not the real Mary Jane Watson. They're just doing that just because... Because... because, it's, because a wink and a, it's a wink and a nod. But they I, mean, don't, I don't know why people are so overthinking so unnecessary. Like, why, I blame Sony yeah. for that. Like, I would have... I, I do. I wholeheartedly blame Sony. Like, I can see Sony's big red marker that just says... Like, just handwriting that into the script and telling this poor actress she needs to read these. Like, just name her Mary Jane. Just make her Mary Jane Watson. Like, she's a really cool character. I really liked her. Just make her, like, Spider-Man's just true love. Like, the... Just how different they are is intriguing enough that I want to see them in a relationship. And just see... Not even just, like, a romantic one. Like, a friendship. See how it goes. She was horrifically underutilized. It was such a big reveal for... Nothing. No builds and... They kept like right. putting her in scenes, like, "Oh, guess what? She's been here all along and is integral to the story." Except she wasn't really integral to the story, and I'm wondering, oh, yeah, that was weird to me. Like, she felt shoehorned. Yeah, yeah, and but I think it's because they revealed it in that way. If they just said she was Mary Jane from the beginning, I think that it would we wouldn't have had yeah. that anticipation. We'd been like, "All right, cool. This is like the MCU Mary Jane." Um, and now that it yeah. sounds like just reading chat now, it sounds like the director is retracting that. It's like, oh yeah, no, 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 it's not, it's not her, it's not her. Wow, wow. Also, I, I think she's uh, the, uh, Galactus. It's Galactus. It's Galactus. Really, Galactus. That's what it is. Absolutely. <laughs> she's this. That's the big. I wish the bigger reveal. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest reveal. He's stories tall. Yeah, but it, it's all <laughs> relative to size. So the galaxies that he normally like consumes are teeny tiny. So he's still stories tall, but it's just the uh, earth is too big. He comes from a Rick Moranis type world. <laughs> what are we doing? We're talking about Sorry. Rick Moranis. Sorry. How did we get here? <laughs> All right. So back to Mary you know. Jane. Back to, back to Mary I Jane. Um, I, think, I think it's cool. I think she's a neat character. I like that she's a loser just like him. Yeah. You know, like kind of a weirdo. She hangs out in detention for no reason other than to draw sad people like Hannibal. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh, and uh, Mark- I loved—I don't know about you guys, but I really liked the diversity they had in this fucking movie. Like, yeah, everyone had jungle fever. You know, like Adrian Toomes, like wife was black, yeah. and his, like daughter was like half black, half white. Freaking like Flash Thompson was a stuck-up Indian kid. That is fantastic. 
They, I mean, I don't know how I feel. about I mean, that, it makes it. In all honesty, I don't I know because was, I thought he was Spanish. No, no. Are Indian. you sure? Yeah. Maybe the actor's Spanish. I can smell my own. I don't think you are. Yeah. <laughs> but like, fair enough. No, but like, um, like, basic wasn't a safe. Like, I mean, it makes sense for the character. Peter Parker is a fucking genius. You wouldn't see him like at a regular like normal right, high right, school. Right, yeah. They put him in this special like high school. How do they count? How do they like? translate these characters from how he was back in the back in the day to like now they have to have him fit the part and flash thompson is just he's not an athlete he's just like a smart stuck-up kid that drives his dad's porsche i mean that's brilliant no. you know while peter he's parker an athlete yeah i, I like peter parker is my either like working class you know i would have like preferred they kept him like a big dumb jock type that ends up being because it just makes his infatuation with spider-man that much more believable because oh, that's 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 Flash's that's a big cool that's like the funny thing about Flash Thompson what? is yeah Flash but he was Thompson a DJ Mustafa from Grand Budapest Hotel <laughs> oh, yeah oh my yeah. god yeah that's Holy how I knew crap. him I was like I've I seen that dude before and I couldn't I didn't it, but... recognize him at all oh phenomenal Holy crap that's really funny phenomenal um I also thought it was funny that a school that's basically full of nerds still had like quote unquote jocks and like clicks. I was just like yeah. oh man pretty sure everybody could... I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure everybody's supposed to be a nerd in this school. Yeah. No, but then you I have could, your math could, nerds I mean, and your comic I, nerds I went and your to, science nerds. Listen, 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 listen. I went to Bronx High School of Science, right? It's exactly like that. <laughs> It's exactly like that. And the funny <laughs> thing is Tom Holland went undercover at my old alma mater or, of, or high school equivalent to an alma mater. He, he snuck into my high school for two days and he took classes and stuff. It was crazy. Oh, that's funny. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Casey, Casey, see, you're meant to be Spider-Man. You're meant yeah. to cosplay Spider-Man. God damn it. I love that they made Midtown High like a technical school in this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he doesn't go to just a regular high school. He's the kind of yeah. kid that would go to a specialized high school. Yeah. He's brilliant. I mean, like, fuck. He's, like, he he's making... Uh, that's what I like about this. He's actually, chemistry-wise, making, like, the, the spider web. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? Absolutely. Like, it's not, like, something he bought from, like, Oscorp, or it's not, like, a glam. Which I did like the glam. I'm not going to lie that, like, <laughs> Tobey Maguire had. He's making it. Like, he's supposed to. You know? Yeah. Hey, Spider-Man, where do you get your web fluid? Oh, this guy on Etsy. I mean, it's it's great. It's got all the strength of steel and the elasticity of a rubber band. I think what's even more important is he was able to do what movie magic could not in the first couple iterations of Spider-Man and give himself expressive spider eyes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But we, we got a taste of that in uh in Civil right, War. Right, yeah. But, I mean, which like, I... he made that. That's, like, so cool. And then versus you just yeah. have, like, freaking Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire walking around expressionless like a bunch of chumps. Screw those guys. It rides up a little <laughs> in the crotch. Yeah, screw those guys. Uh, let's talk about the coach. Let's talk about Hannibal Burroughs for a little bit. Because that, that was like those little attention to detail. So when they're watching that, that Captain America, like, oh, like you know, freaking back to school special stuff. And he's like, oh, you're a gym teacher over here. And Hannibal's just on the wrong side of the screen. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. fucking great. And um, when I think it was it was a Peter just like gets out of det- like walks out of detention. And he's like, yeah. oh, wait, no, come back. <laughs> hey where are you zero going fucks. <laughs> zero fucks given uh also martin star in his probably oh, oh yeah happiest role he's ever done oh man he he just nailed it like did your guys theater crack up as much uh when they're doing like that that school interview after the accident where he's just oh, like yeah. <laughs> he's just like yeah like i don't know i'm really happy just like everyone's okay like that's just what's important that can't happen again 
not like last time. No, yeah, he's like, I, just, like, I, I, I actually have, have a fan theory about him. I have a fan theory about him. Go on. Uh-oh. We first saw him in Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk. We did? Oh, what? Yes. He was actually one of the like the kids like in the computer lab he gives the pizza to. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He was? Yeah. Huh. Yes, right. he was there. Oh. How did you know that? I don't know. <laughs> he's a nerd. I wish I could use this power. I wish I could use That's this nerdy amazing. power for other things. I'd be rich. But no, right. like, we first saw him there. And I made sure, I went back home that night and watched Incredible Hulk to make sure it was him. He's in there. He's an Incredible Hulk. He's a lab tech in the fucking computer lab that, that uh, Bruce Banner gives, like, the freaking pizza yep. to. So, I'm wondering if they're the same character, and now we saw him as a costume, and now we see him as a fucking teacher. You know, enough time between Incredible they, Hulk and this where it could be. After Marvel telling us that the kid Tony saves in Iron Man 2 is actually Peter Parker, I'll believe yeah, anything now. Yeah. That's a nice, that's a, wow, Dave, well done. Well done. It's not going to get better than that, so that's all the time that we have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, uh, let's talk about. It's a little secret question. Fuck that. Let's talk about, what was it? We got a couple of things to go. Uh, let's talk about Shawarma number one. Let's, okay. let's, let's, let's get that out there. Let's get I, that out. And I forget uh, Shawarma I number one because I was so well, blinded wait a minute. by we're rage. Skipping, we're skipping over all the fights and the punchies. We're going right to the Shawarma? Well, yeah. I mean, we're running out of time. We talked too much about fucking other things <laughs> Gotham about Gotham <laughs> well, well before I mean hold on before we get to the shawarma I want to say a couple of things about that final okay. fight oh, uh, Tony taking the suit away and him having to earn it back is great uh, man I'm really on the spot here uh, it's super cool that the vulture didn't die yeah, yeah. which is yeah. A, kind of a hallmark for Marvel bad yeah, guys absolutely. yeah um, I didn't care for the fact that he had to do most of that final fight without his mask on. That was too Sony for me, but I totally understand yeah. it. <laughs> uh, geez, what else? Um, just the way he moved was perfect. Like with the webs and using them in combat and yeah. fighting a bunch mm-hmm. of dudes. I mean, it just, it worked on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going, we're skipping over so Wait, much of this film. Yeah, I love a, like, We like, also like, missed I, the, the point where he goes for a swing and screws up and slams into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well before okay, before we jump to the swarm, one more thing about that final fight. When they're in they're fighting in the parking structure oh. and he has the vulture wings knock down all the support yeah. beams. And this is me as like a child, like leaping out of my chair. Well it's straight out of the comics. Though I had only Yeah. Yeah, straight yeah. out of the comics. That's the scene in Amazing Spider Man thirty three yeah. where he has to lift all this like crushing machinery and debris off of his body while there's water running down his face. That was all. I, they finally put it in a yeah. movie. Him just like yeah. yelling for help too, with like nobody coming to save him. Like that, he was a that, he's a fucking kid. Yeah, like, that, that part was hard to I'm watch. Not gonna lie to you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like because you hear like the little kid voice, "Help, help!" While he's in there, and it's like, like come Jen's, on, Spider Man. Jen Jen's sitting next to me, and she's freaking out. She's like, "Can Iron Man save him? Like, what's what's gonna go on?" Because she's like, the mother instincts popping up, and she's like, "I need to save him." Like this, this poor child's like asking. And for then help. she that jumps was into the, the equivalent screen. of the end of uh, of Homeward Bound, where oh, he's yelling, "Champ, come here, Champ!" And you're like, "Oh God, oh. is he? Are they gonna make it?" I don't know. <laughs> they probably will, because it's a movie, but Forget. it's so heartbreaking. <laughs> Champ. And like, no, he he sees the reflection against like the Spider-Man yeah. like mask. He's like. Come on, Spider-Man. It's like, yes! Yeah! He's like, Ugh! Yeah, they like actually showed Willem Dafoe's face there. Yeah, it was great. That was weird. Yeah. That was strange. He wasn't even in that movie. No. So weird. Yeah. Um, you forget he's a kid, too, up until that point. He's like, yeah, whatever you, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. In the in the chat, like, uh, two dank four dudes saying I was screaming at the top of my head, get up, man! Get up! Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. yeah. Um, well, let's, 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 let's uh, rearrange it then. 
Uh, we'll do Schwarmers after this next part. Is this the best Spidey movie yet? Yeah, I'd short say so. answer. Short answer, no. Longer answer, you cannot beat Spider-Man Two, yeah, and that's yeah. not out of any misplaced nostalgia. Yeah. It's it's just got everything that a Spider-Man movie yeah. should have. And to give you a quick rundown, uh, Alfred Molina is Doctor Octopus. Um, romance subplot that pays off in the end. Bit in that movie where he loses his powers due to lack of confidence in himself. Like, there's so many Spider-Man-ish elements yeah. in Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2 that all come together as like even, this perfect piece. Even little parts, like in the beginning of the movie where he's like at, he's in the college, he's on campus, he's trying to pick up shit and like backs him, hang him in the face. It's like yeah, little shit like that. But, it's like oh, buddy. But then this movie is also Spider-Man pitch perfect on every level. It's just you can't and you can't dance around it. And Greg. I should point out we have not mentioned Iron Man basically at all. Oh, we should have done that. I thought for sure we were going to talk about Iron Man the whole time. We should have done that as you wanted to see how podcast could go. The only podcast I won't mention Iron Man once, except when Casey does. Yeah, (laughs) this movie it's a it's a perfect Spider Man film. But you can tell it's just a piece of a larger yeah. whole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The scope, yeah, okay. the, the scale of the this movie was great because it was yes. a much smaller story, and it's kids contained like it was very self contained as opposed to like your Thor's and your Captain America, which are basically like massive global multi dimensional um, events. Yeah. Whereas in this whole big universe, it's nice to see little sec little pockets of it as opposed to seeing the whole thing at once. Um, whereas like you know with Iron Man being in it, I you know I, I was weirded out when they first used Tony Stark as the conduit to bring in Spider Man because I, I still say in Civil War, love Spider Man Civil War. There was no reason for him to be there. Yeah. Um, no. But like in this one, glad he was though. Yeah. Glad no he was. Reason. I was I, again. I was like, this is the best portrayal of him in film. But he there was no reason he needed to be yeah. in there. Um, but they're they're trying to go with the comics. He was a big important part in the comics. So it's like I can see why oh. they did it. But film-wise, you are correct. Yeah. There was no reason for them to be I'm there. a big fan of, like, in a movie, if the event that you show does not move or the character that you show does not actually move the plot along, then cut it out. There's no reason to have him in there. Um, you know, in this one, Tony Stark was kind of guiding a lot, and he was definitely in the background, if not uh, of the majority of what was happening. Sure. Um, you know, it did feel like it was Marvel Cinematic Universe being like, oh, by the way, this is Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> a lot of that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, he Robert Downey Jr. did not phone in his performance at all, which would probably would have been really nope. easy to do. That scene where it's right after the ferry that everyone has seen from the commercials and he's like trying to hold it together and Iron Man comes and saves the day. Um, yeah. Spider-Man says, well, like, if you even cared, like you'd be here. Dude, and he just steps there. out. He just Great literally moment. comes like right out, and like the ex- the expression on Tony Stark's face is like, "Oh, I fucking care more than you know." And he's like, "Whoa, yeah. chill, dude. This is." That would have been a million times better if the trailer didn't have every hint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it, the trailer, like, yeah, the trailer know, right? gave it away. Yeah. Like, because they did phone it in for part of it, right? When he fell in the water after um, Vulture dropped him, like he wasn't there, right? Yep. He wasn't in the suit. Right, 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 yeah. And I guess, I, I guess it set up that part, you know, really well. That he was like, "Oh, you're not here," but like, if they first, did that one like, more oh, they're time, gonna, they're going to phone Tony in. They're going to phone him <laughs> in, and I was glad that they didn't. Yeah. If they had, you know what I think it is also those. like a lot of the actors that are taking up these mantles that all these Marvel like heroes. 
they are these characters. You know what I mean? Like, Robert Downey Jr., for lack of a better word, is Iron Man. So he's going to take any part where he's Iron Man very fucking seriously. Even if he's, like, talking to a fan and he has to pretend to be Iron Man, he's going to be Iron Man. He's going to be that guy 100%. Or... Or the short answer and probably the most tedious one, that's just who Robert Downey Jr. is. Just a very, yeah. very intense man when he needs to yeah, be. Absolutely. Um, Casey, why don't you uh, bring us into all of the Easter eggs? Because I know you saw the movie twice just to catch all the Easter eggs. Why don't, why don't you, you fill us in on uh, at, as yeah, many as right. you can remember? Um, so I had a list prepared and now I lost. Oh, good. But, uh, <laughs> well, the first, the first one. Okay, so so the first one I I spoke about already was Amazing Spider-Man thirty-three. He lifts yep. all the debris off of him and and goes to save the day, which so many people consider uh, like one of the greatest moments in all of Spider-Man history and maybe all of Marvel history. Mm. Um, one that should be obvious to everybody is the Ferris Bueller's Day Off when he's yeah. jumping around <laughs> the the suburbs because yeah. um, they, they show it. Show yep. it. <laughs> they show a clip from it. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the bit where he shoots the web and he, he doesn't latch on anything and it's like, you know, the kid on the big wheel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from, uh, that's from another issue of Spider-Man that Peter David wrote back in the day where he tracks a perp into the suburbs and he can't find a way to chase after him fast <laughs> and most of the issue is him running after him and attacking him. See, I thought cat. that was just a clever <laughs> nod at the video games where he just seemingly webs to nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that is, that is actually something they did that's in the funny. comics. Uh, what else we got? Um, so I, I know um, from watching there's a, Howard Stark in the background oh, on the mural in a school. Oh, uh, oh really? Stark's in the background. Oh, yeah. oh, the the principal is is related to yeah, like the, one of the Howling Commandos. Of, like, one of the yeah. guys. Yeah, one of the Howling yeah. Commandos. Um, For someone who don't, people who don't know who Howling Commandos are, please explain, Casey or Greg. Let's see. They're uh, they're Nick Fury's team of World War II crime fighters. They were the team of guys that teamed up with Cap in Cap's first. Don't movie. tell me what to do, Dave. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying people might not know. No. People might might know. Oh, okay. Here's another one. Um, Karen, the suit AI for Spider-Man's oh, costume, yeah. is voiced by Jennifer Connelly, who in real life is married to Paul Bettany, who's the voice of Jarvis also, or Tony Stark's AI. Jennifer Connelly was also in um the first Hulk movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but that is that's not canon. But she was in. It the never Hulk happened. Movie, so it's like it's still in that. I thought you were it gonna did say, happen, Jason. I thought you were gonna say Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> she was also yeah, in hey, the lab. You, you guys remember that? You guys remember that Marvel Universe tie-in where the Joker lost an arm to? <laughs> oh. You mean oh, the, you mean no. the uh, oh. the tie-off? Oh, <laughs> this is terrible. That's this good. is terrible. Uh, the only other one I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, they're they're fighting over the lake and the vulture flies up towards the yeah. moon and then you later see his silhouette. It's just like in Batman when the Batwing flies up towards the moon <laughs> and dips back into the yeah. clouds. That really uh, cheesy scene from the nineteen eighty nine Tim Burton Batman. Oh, uh, I thought uh, there's it was also a... I think one of my buddies called me like damage control. That's an actual yep. like comic so, in yeah, they're, Marvel. They're making yeah. a I show out of it. They're making like, it anymore maybe? now, Casey. I, I think that this was them being because they've been trying to make that show for two years. Powerless has been canceled. It's not yeah, happening. Powerless. Oh, and and cool. that had Alan Tudyk. Like, if that didn't make it... Oh, wait. No. Because well, there's also We love that. Alan Tudyk, but he's definitely the let's get the show canceled for Express. Yeah, he's, he oh, he's got two dicks. Really a Disney staple now. I will have you know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He was even in the Keep hit in the movie movies. Moana. Yes, he was. Has to have. Has the fucking chicken. <laughs> 
Um, so, oh, Dave just read the comments. Thanks, 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 people. Appreciate that. Now, now Dave's out of commission. Ass to ass, that's right. For the rest of the night. He's done. Ass to that's ass. Uh, there's also, though, the last one that I noticed uh, is there's a picture under great scientists of Bruce Banner. Oh, oh really? Nice. No yeah. shit. Yeah, there's a Mark Ruffalo picture there. No okay, shit. now back to what we were supposed to talk about 10 minutes ago. Uh, Schwarmer number one. Uh, Vulture walking into yes. prison? Yes. Oh, All yeah. right, so the Vulture, Michael Keaton walks into prison and he bumps into Mac Gargan, a.k.a. Scorpion, mm-hmm. uh, as if it wasn't clear by the tattoo on mm-hmm. his neck, and if you managed to sneak a peek at Karen's files when she was pulling stuff mm-hmm. up. Um... And he's like, I got a couple of guys on the outside who'd be willing to do a job and maybe kill Spider-Man. And that's a pretty good indicator of a Sinister Six yeah, setup. Man. Also, that actor Which, is a really uh, good actor, too, the guy who's playing Mac. Uh, if, if anyone watches Better yeah. Call Saul, you would recognize him immediately. Like, super. Like, I'm really excited to see what happens with that. I don't... I can't say I'm, I'm totally stoked about the, st- the Sinister Six. I mean, I feel like it's a lot of bad guys to throw in one movie. And you might not get as much development as I'd like. But... I do like that the vulture doesn't sell out Spider Man, which is, which is weird. Great. Yeah, because he saved his life, but like, and his daughter's life. But like, he could have easily he could have easily let him die. You know what no, I mean? No, I know. I mean, I mean, look, he, he could easily let him die, pretty much, and he'd never be able to see his daughter anything to do with his daughter again. He saved his life. His daughter still had his dad's in, her, her dad's in jail, but she still has a dad. You know, like that's or 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 he's saving it for himself. That seems more right. likely to me. That's some real personal yeah. style yeah. revenge. I disagree. I think it's he's the dad. He's the you know, he's my favorite dad in movies right now. <laughs> Keaton. He's like you know what? I'm gonna dad up. I'm gonna give this kid a break. I, I, I guess I'm just used to like Spider-Man villains just being like, "I'll get you next time, Spider-Man." As they're just like you know, their little fucking glider yeah. goes off into the distance. And <laughs> it was an unconventional, uh, unconventional uh, point of view to take. I liked it. Yeah. So yesterday. Last night, last night, I made a friend at the gym, pretty much, and um, we talked until about two o'clock in the morning about Spider Man. So I hope he's watching Jesus. today. Um, yeah, and he said the shawarma he 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 liked that, but he wished it would have ended with um, Adrian going to like his cell, and his cellmate is Wilson Fisk. That's that's never gonna oh, happen man. because they're trying but their like, damn hardest to keep the Netflix stuff separate from the movies. No, I actually heard that they're gonna make this uh, read today somewhere that they're gonna actually try to do like um, crossovers. It's not a reputable, reputable site like Bad Caddy Funky is, but right. they are trying to do like their uh, crossovers. <laughs> I, like I, it just seems so weird. These past couple seasons of things, they're just like are mentioning things lesser and like are fewer and fewer. You know what I mean? Look, if Defenders isn't going to tie into the movies in any way, yeah. forget it. Yeah. They're, like, if they're not doing it, then Especially they're not doing it. Especially with, like, you I, know, Infinity stuff coming up. Like that. How how much would I love to see the Punisher throw down with Spider-Man? I, I love it. Oh, oh awesome. God, that'd be so cool. How much would I love to see Spider-Man throw down with the Kingpin? I fucking think it'd be it. great. How much would how, you love to how see much would I lo- uh, fucking Punisher come out of the shadows after Captain America dies with a Captain America suit on, probably not at all, but <laughs> holding the severed head of Danny Rand, Ooh. it's over. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody wants back. to see that. I'm on board. <laughs> so uh, that was from number one, um, Sinister Six kind of setup. I hope they don't do it in the next movie. I hope we that would be the third movie, or or if they're really ambitious and clever, the sixth movie. 
Ah. Technically, this is the sixth movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> Not in Spider-Verse. Yeah, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'd actually really like that if they did like a, the Spider-Verse fucking like movie live action tie-in and Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland all you and out. you and Dan Slott's royalty. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Spider-Verse? The, the Spider-Verse. Uh, Spider-Verse is for those. I, we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, yeah, we did. Uh, we did. It was kind of like the sliders of Spider-Man comics where Little uh, or, or Jet Li's The One combined with sliders where uh, you have the, the Moreland and his like brothers and sisters are going through and killing all the different Spider-Man from different universes, which is great. So they all team up to yeah, fight him. It's, it's fucking great. Great read. Like, I mean, if you're a Spider-Man fan, a great read. If not, maybe not. I don't know. I really dug it. Shwarmer number two. The patience. The patience. <laughs> Captain damn. America and a lecture on patience. Mm-hmm. So all it was, <laughs> for those of you at home who maybe had to pee and didn't want to wait for it, it's just Captain America lecturing us on how how great it is to be patient, but sometimes it doesn't always pay off. Yep. It, it, Phenomenal. That's it. That's pretty much it. Phenomenal. The end. And then, and, and then the, the, the cherry on top of that is asking if he's done yet. So Captain America himself not being patient with the process. Well, also, no, I think that's like a hint towards like, you know, Chris Evans is going to uh, quit. Yeah, that too. That too. After two more Can years or two more movies or whatever it is. Um, maybe. He had I, a great he had a great series of cameo roles in this movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he did. Just hearing him talking about, you know, puberty is a time when your body goes through a lot of changes. And believe me, I know. <laughs> I laughed out loud at that line. It's so good. It's so perfect, and it's so Captain America. Like, <laughs> look, everybody loves how well cast Downey is as Iron yeah. Man, but for me, Chris Evans is, has delivered the absolute perfect Johnny Storm, Captain America, Johnny Storm, Johnny Storm, Johnny Storm, <laughs> yeah, Storm. Johnny Storm, <laughs> one of the exes from Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. That. That's right. He Accurate. is Accurate. that. Accurate. When when do we get Chris Evans multiverse the movie? Oh my god! <laughs> Soon enough, probably right alongside the Michael B. Jordan multiverse movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Infinity Infinity War could give us two Michael B. Jordans and two uh, Chris Evans. So we've got two Human Torches. What is he? He's Eric Killmonger, yeah. right? In yeah. Black yep. Panther, and Eric Killmonger and Captain America. <laughs> oh, so perfect! So much beautiful man. Yeah possibility in one movie and speaking of so much possibility you know, in one movie oh it's about that time for our secret question secret question the perfect setup. so tonight we're, t- we're talking about spider-man homecoming um we talked about what we liked uh we didn't like things kind of worked out we talked about michael keaton Obsessed with like Keaton's like performance in this movie, it's fucking great. Uh, gentlemen, tonight I want to know for Spider-Man Two, which is probably going to happen because it's made a bajillion dollars. I think I didn't look it up officially in the number, but I'm going to say a bajillion dollars. Bajillion. A That's bajillion a lot of bajillions. Is what I'm saying. I'm sticking to my guns. <laughs> That's a lot of money. We're going with it. Spider-Man Two. Who's the villain? Who do you cast? Cannot use Tom Hardy. Venom. Good. <laughs> and we're going to start with Jason because he's scratching his head and moving the most. Uh, Marissa Tomei as 
Uh, That's Venomont May. May. Yeah, Venomont oh, May. Oh, God, you talk about that shit. God damn it. Oh, well, that's so why I'm going to talk about, about it now real quick. Hey, work it in there. waited for the secret question. People were so up in arms about Marissa Tomei being, like, too young. Well, she is actually a year older as Aunt May in Spider-Man than Rue McClanahan was when she started filming The Golden Girls. Hey, take that. Marissa Tomei is 52 years old. That's right. She aged really well. She did, and now she's a vampire, and she's going to attack Tom Holland. Oh God, I would let her. I would let her bake my cookies. Oh man. So so new Morbius for this movie actually Aunt May. Uh, yes. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. All yep, right, Sony. You heard it. You want to do it now? I know you do. Yeah. I'm gonna say it. The enemy is Craven. Ooh. Played Ooh. by Jason Momoa. Ah, hey! If that whole DC thing doesn't work out, being a redneck Aquaman, I still don't get it. Um, Yeah, I'm just saying the eyeliner. Yeah, just saying. No, he would be. I think he'd be great. He'd be great if he wasn't already Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, Assuming that movie's even gonna come out at this point. Just saying, Michael Keaton is both a DC person and a Marvel person. That's fair. So is Ryan Reynolds. uh, So. So is Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's it. I'm calling, calling it. it. That's, that's a very, that's a, I would definitely love to see that. That's awesome. Uh, Dave, since you're avoiding eye contact with me at all costs. Technically, I'm looking at a picture of you over here, so I'm not avoiding mm-hmm. eye contact. Look so into the camera. I am in the camera. <laughs> Brother, I see you. You're Brand's everywhere, the captain Greg. now. Yeah. Uh, so I hate to say it, but I would like to see Norman Osborn just because it makes the most sense. Peter got bit by a spider. <laughs> we don't know if it was radioactive or if it was genetically engineered. You know, so if they're going if they're going the um, Ultimate Spider-Man route, if it's genetically engineered, it's from Oscorp. Mm-hmm. If they're going like radioactive spider, radioactive spider, then they could do something else. But I, I would like to see that someone he looks up to, he has to fight either Norman Osborn or even. Well, probably not Dr. Octopus, but, you know, someone he looks up to, he has to take yeah. on. Makes a fight a lot more. All right. Now you have to be super specific because I also want an actor. You can't just give me that vague shit. Oh. You didn't think I was going to notice that, Norman did you? Osborne. But I did. I'm listening. I told myself, Greg, today's the day. We're working on our listening skills. And I'm starting with Dave and the secret question. And I am <sighs> probably ending with Dave on the secret question, too. Just, just <laughs> putting that out there. If you really wanted to listen, great. We never would have broke up in college, you <laughs> asshole. Fair um, point. <laughs> who could play Norman Osborn? God damn. Someone. I want to say Jason Statham, but I don't no, know. No. Jason like, Statham? You want a British Norman Osborn? Get out of here. You're fired. I am, we, have a I Brit- am we have a British Spider-Man. You. We have a British Spider-Man. Yeah, but like he can do an American We always accent. have British Spider-Man. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure Jason Statham cannot do an American accent. I'll give you that. Uh... Huh. <laughs> I'm the transporter. I'm the transporter. <laughs> who would be like Liam Neeson doing an American accent? Oh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know just, who you are, but I'm the series of scales. <laughs> he does a Actually, really no, he, great he American fucking accent killed in the A team. No. Yeah. He loves it when a plan comes together. No. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my daughter? Yeah. Uh, also, God, the best Spider-Man know, 2 villain, possible Spider-Man 2 villain, is Alfred Molina. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. have him do it, again. do it again. Just have him do it again. Do it again. <laughs> that thing you did before, just do it again. 
Same exact way. No, that thing Same you do thing. is Tom Hanks. Yes. Ooh. Copy and paste. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Oh, God. What's his name? Um, Ooh, I wouldn't Tom even Hanks. say Tom Hanks is freaking Norman Osborne. No, 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 no. No, no, no. What's uh, his name? Uh, um, Greg, from... you and I both know Tommy Lee Jones as Norman too Osborne. Too old now. Oh, shit. Is the old way now. to do it. He's too old. Too old now. He's no, he's not. Now. No, no. What's no. the name of the actor from Mad Men? Uh, John Hamm. Oh, John, John Hamm. Yes. John oh, Hamm as fucking Norman Osborne. Actually, yeah. You're right. I'm You're right? right? Dude, he already has like the That's look it. for it also. That's it. Like... Right. You got it. A plus. I had my doubts. <laughs> I thought I thought you for sure you're gonna take the The guy who plays Zod. I just spit oh, everywhere. The guy who plays Zod. Uh... Shane would be great too. Oh. Yeah. 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 yeah Absolutely. I thought for sure that Dave was gonna take my uh David S. Pumpkins uh bait, but he didn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was going to say if we want to mix it up, Idris Alba, but I don't Idris know. Idris Alba. Ooh. Because he could do an American accent pretty well also. And like, he's, just and since we're all going for diversity, but why not? Make Norman Osborn a black I, I would agree. However, he's already in Thor. That's true. Oh, that's he right. He's already in that. the MCU. He well, the gate, the gatekeeper. I mean, I like, what if the gatekeeper wanted to look like someone he admired and out, he's like, oh, Norman Osborn looks pretty cool and he just wanted to look like him somehow. Maybe he shapes Yeah, I'll we don't admire know. That, that piece of shit who'll throw a, bro- a blonde off the Queensboro yeah. Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's real role model yeah. material. I'm going to go with Rhino and Paul Giamatti. You're welcome. Thanks, everyone. That's all. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although Rhino would be a good villain. Actually, I would really like I, Electra. Th- but like classic, like crazy fucking mask what? electro. Because I, I love in a, in a Spider-Man movie. Oh. As a Spider-Man yeah. villain for number two. Okay. Everyone goes for the big guns. Okay. Number two can't be the big guns. Number two in trilogies is almost always a setup for number three. Almost always. So you have Electro in there. Yeah. Maybe someone Ooh. else. Oh, uh, no. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just I listen, I don't know about you guys. I'm worried about reusing villains. Yeah. That's me. You don't want to have a been there, done that before. But if you if you well, do you. it so much differently, Did so that. Electro in Amazing Spider-Man Two is more obviously based on the Ultimate Comics. But I'm saying if you have that right. orange starfish or yellow starfish mask going on, that yeah. Twing. Wait, but Greg, Greg, who's playing, who's playing him? Ooh, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, who's playing him? All right. No. What? <laughs> no. Come no. on, man. Quiet. No. Yo, yes. no, they don't even need to do it. They could just take footage of Shia LaBeouf getting arrested and fighting in real life and then just <laughs> fucking copy that in. Because you know he's doing it right now. Like He's fighting Like that movie, right uh, what was that, Bowfinger? Where they just follow around Eddie Murphy with the camera. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming shot gorilla style with Shia LaBeouf. Ooh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. Oh. And it's shot by Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> he ends up thinking he's. Shia's like, oh. why did that building just blow up? I don't understand. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Go to sleep. Oh, you know what? Here's going to be a blast from the past from season one of the Bad Cody Funk, Bad Cody Funky Podcast. Brendan Fraser. Oh, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> As a Sandman. No. no, I was going to oh. say if you wanted Norman Osborn. <laughs> And Green Goblin and someone who can do the voice, just go for fucking Mark Hamill. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> that's right. We haven't said him. We in a haven't long said time. Mark Hamill in two years. For those of you playing the Bad Cody Funky Podcast home game, you win. You win. What do you win? Casey's no prize. Casey, Mark take Hamill. Your address. Uh, wait, uh, <laughs> and I think everyone just mail them something. Oh, jeez. Uh, no, man, I didn't go. go. 
Let me do it. All right, look, I would love to see Moreland more than anybody in a Spider-Man movie. I think he's a little hard to make it work, and I think the impact of him fighting Spider-Man to his absolute limits is only really done well when he's an adult Spider-Man instead of a Spider-Teenager. So I'm actually going to go with the thing that everybody wanted all along in Spider-Man films and never got, and that is Mysterio as played by... Groovy Bruce Campbell. (laughs) It's just, look, I know it doesn't sound as well thought out as you guys. I mean, but it's too perfect to not use. That's fantastic. No, that is fantastic. It's a mythology gag that now works on a couple of levels that's at least 10 years overdue. Um, But, you know... uh, I would love to see it. He's part of the Sinister Six. It totally works. I, I mean, I'd buy it. Yeah. It's great. Uh, but if I were to pick Morlin and actually cast Morlin, I'm just going to take a shot in the dark and say that really handsome fellow that's in Lucifer. Because I think Morlin is really supposed to look like the devil. I tried to cheat and see who other people had fantasy cast him as, and somebody said Peter Stormare, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Um, I love Peter Stormare, but that dude is... At at what point do the Spider Slayers show up? Hopefully Uh, never. Well, you would want to pick the Spider Slayers and, like, Alistair Smythe. I mean, it could be a good setup for it, maybe. I like him. That's, like, the second episode of the animated series. They put those suckers in there right away. never happened Kingpin. Oh, Uh, yeah. Well, no, it might. I I refuse. Even if I'm watching it in my face, I'm not going to believe that it's happening. Is God damn it, Craig. You gotta have hope. The, Rebellions are built ch- on hope. Is the chat hitting us with any like suggestions before we... Uh, uh, lots love. and lots yeah. of love for Bruce yeah, Campbell. Yeah, lots of Bruce Campbell love. Oh. Bebo said Shia LaBeouf as well, so I recognize that. And then also Neg- said Mark Hammer said three times because of autocorrect, which is fucking hilarious. It's pretty yeah. good. Oh, someone, someone said, said Negative, negative Man. man Notice me. Man for Spider-Man 2. Oh, Mr. Ne- oh, they mean Mr. Yeah. Mr. Negative. He's actually the bad guy in the video what game. What a missed opportunity that this game has not come out yet. Like, I, I came home and I was like, what kind of Spider-Man game can I play? Fucking none, because there's none on Steam. <laughs> I can play Lego. Spider-Man 2 on PlayStation. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Good know, game. But, like, I, want, but I wanted, like, a full, like, immersive, giant-ass, like, open-world Spider-Man game to go be Spider-Man in. Did I ever, literally... Did you ever play the Ultimate Spider-Man yeah, game? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It was all right. My favorite... Okay. That might be the closest you I mean, have. My for now. favorite like Spider-Man game recently has been Shattered Dimensions. It wasn't open world, pretty but good. it was a fucking great game. Um, and I think that's it from chat, pretty much. Everyone's just loving, loving Bruce Campbell and Hobgoblins in there as well. Ooh, Army Hammer as Hobgoblin. Um, Army as Hammer? Jason, as uh, Roderick yeah. Kingsley Hobgoblin, the criminal yeah. mastermind. Army I like Hammer. that. Army uh, th- that's not from chat, the but lo- I just thought He's of it. the Lone, the Lone Ranger. Ranger. <laughs> yeah, You've seen um, The Social Network. <laughs> oh, yep. yeah. The Winklevoss, the Winklevi yeah. from Social Network. Yeah. <laughs> from Facebook chat, we have Ben Mendelsohn as Osborne. Ooh, nice. I like that. Can he do an American accent? Wasn't he already... Um, no, I'm thinking Only one way to find out, Casey. Let's get him down yeah. to the studio. Yeah. Who, played, um, who, played, who played in uh, Doctor Strange? Who was the... What is that actor's name? Benedict Cumberbatch. I almost said Benedict. No, no, no. Not not Doctor Strange. The, guy, the, the, the villain in Doctor Strange. Mads Mikkelsen? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. I was okay. confused too. All right, we're dissolving. And when we dissolve, that means we <sighs> leave. 
That's all the time that we have for tonight. <laughs> this has been issue number 106 of the Back Here Funky Podcast. We talked about Spider-Man Homecoming. Guys, thank you everyone for tuning in tonight. Uh, we had a great showing on Twitch. Um, everyone participating, chatting. Remember, we do this live if you're listening to it on iTunes after the fact. Every Thursday night, as I bump my microphone around, at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it's always fun. You get to participate in chat. We get to read it out. It's fun. And you are immortalized in the realms of the podcast for all of eternity. Remember to also follow us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, and now on Google Play. Or now. We've been on Google Play for a while. So there's no excuse. We're everywhere. You can't avoid us. Uh, guys, thank you so much for deciding to hang out with us tonight. We appreciate it. As always, any feedback, any ratings you want to give us, uh, please do so. We super love it. Tell your friends if you enjoyed the show. Hopefully, we'll see them next time as well. And also, we will see you next time, or we will see you another time. Oh, never. never. Notice me. <laughs> Enough said, true believers. The only podcast where a war criminal doesn't give you a lecture about puberty and patience. This is the only podcast to feature not one, but two shockers. And we're not talking about the villain. <laughs> the only podcast where enhanced interrogation mode actually works. The only podcast with a friendly neighborhood, Ned. The only podcast that, that holds onto a ring for you for eight years. The only podcast that doesn't get the girl at the end. The only podcast that doesn't threaten to kill you and everyone you love on prom night. The only podcast that realizes Jack Nicholson is just future Michael Keaton. The only podcast that wishes it's ha <laughs> blah, that wishes it had its own training wheels protocol. <laughs> this is the only podcast that isn't afraid of Mr. Mom. The only podcast with an instant kill mode. The only podcast that worries about a multiplicity Spider-Man crossover. The only podcast that hangs out awkwardly in a high school bathroom. The only podcast that's kind of turned on by artificial intelligence, ladies. <laughs> the only podcast where all of our aunts are hot Italian women. The only podcast that isn't convinced it's Jennifer Connelly without seeing the actual eyebrows. The only podcast that visits your high school for two days undercover. The only podcast that also worries about a Beetlejuice Spider-Man crossover. The only podcast that may or may not be a sequel to Birdman. The only podcast that would totally rice aunt may's pudding just saying <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it. that's it that's it oh my god <laughs>